Hello and welcome, my friends, and welcome to Beyond. Today, so sweet, you'll be treated to the tenderness and power of friendship. Jesse and I, through this episode, work our way towards the incredible and vulnerable territory of how to be the dads we want to be, of how to support our kids to be themselves, the tender, tender space and vulnerability of being a dad and the honesty in there. And we also just really touch our own loving friendship. We begin with a wild and curious reflection about revolution, about revolution, like revolution around the sun and revolution of public civil upheaval. And that surely just, it, it just blows my mind and, and inspired a massive reflection. Hope it does for you as well. And as I've listened to this episode, what keeps working me and I hope provokes you is an inquiry about how we got to the place where differences we feel with people shifted from not liking an idea to the dangerous territory of not liking the person, that the person that we other, that we, that we judge, that we dismiss the person. We wonder into how existing in this territory limits our giving of gifts, our gifts, limits who we become and holds tremendous potential energy because we both know incredible people in the world caught in or by judgment and fear. So this current paradigm that we're living in just clearly is not working. If we stay in this paradigm, we are fucked. But we also know and believe and explore other paradigms. We want to offer other paradigms, invite you and us into other paradigms. So Jesse and I welcome you into our our efforts to create something different. We talk about sports. We talk about the education system. We talk about how to create meaningful relationships with ourselves and with others, with our people. And we end up in a tender, powerful space of connection and love and the discomfort of it for us and the beauty of it for us. And in that, my hope is to model, our hope is to model the kinds of connection between men that is available and revolutionary and this world so, so desperately needs. It takes trust. It takes courage. It takes deep listening. And I'm grateful, so grateful for my friendship with this thoughtful, humble, powerful man. And believe you'll be able to feel and hear what is possible beyond. When we venture from the status quo, when we venture from what is normal and allow in the energy and the presence that two of us, that these two of us, that Jesse and I believe is the only way forward, is that new paradigm. I trust you will be deeply touched, deeply moved, and deeply inspired by this episode of the Beyond Podcast, Real Conversations with My Friends. Enjoy, y'all. Good morning, my friend. You're out walking. Yeah, you're going to get some bird sounds. Nice. Yeah. I, ha- I have some gorgeous. here, too. The, the birds are just, the birds are alive and, and loving the spring. Yeah. Yep. And teaching us to do the same, perhaps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like, the, the, I've been thinking about the arbitrariness of uh, time. You know, how we have assigned months and weeks and even hours to the 
And it's actually just a totally abstract notion. Things we travel around the sun in a year. We've called it a year, but we travel around the sun in a certain amount of, you know, some time frame. But that's a cyclical nature of things that, you know, the there's different seasons of the way that the sun and the way that the earth interact and the, you know, the length of the light, light and light in a day and dark in a day. Yeah. It makes me think of the, of the symbolism of, of the word revolution, Mm. which I hadn't thought of until just now that there's our time is based on revolution in a way that we are, we are like in sync with it as we revolve. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. It's kind of cool. That's, that, that's very cool. <laughs> I had never, I hadn't ever really thought that like revolution and revolution, like when you first right. said it, I was like, revolu- rev- <laughs> yeah, me neither. I was like, Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like the rotational timing, uh-huh. Uh-huh. like this, you're speaking to the cycle. A revolution right. is a cycle. So it's, I think what, what strikes me is just how built, like built into nature in the process of transformation that revolution is. And then we, we created a second meaning for it, or at least a social meaning for it. Right. Huh. <laughs> this is why huh, I and then I'm to going you. to, I'm, stuff yeah, that stuff comes like, up. I've never thought of that right. before. <laughs> And now I'm like, now, now I go to the abstraction of our language and of, of, you know, like how interesting that revol- you know, revolution are revolving around the sun and right. revolution, like overturning, you know, whatever a government or a, a, you know, social revolution that that word is just a made up word. Yeah. But we chose it to, to mean both. <laughs> we chose it to mean both or to represent both in some interesting way. <laughs> It's like we we have an innate deep connection to to our nature. <laughs> if we yeah, if we just like remember it, there's going to be a truck passing here for a second. All right, hold on. Hmm. And spring is sort of a revolution. Spring is like a peaceful revolution. It's like the uh, I've I've been feeling that where there's a couple articles that came into my inbox about how there's still tension around COVID policies, and I and I felt really disconnected from it. It's like really like mm-hmm. we're still like spring's happening, rebirth, <laughs> right? Like here we where, go. Where are we? <laughs> Yeah, so maybe the birds and the setting and everything is an invitation for a new revolution. Right, and just the beautiful, I, I think of all the, you know, and this is, I think, a way of saying welcome and blessings to our day here, our time together is just the springtime, you know, walking as you are doing. You can walk one day and then walk the next day, and what you'll see is you'll see a change in the flowers and in the smells and in the growth and in the, you know, trees and bushes evolving, moving and springing forth, you know, the buds swelling, the, the leaves emerging, the, you know, even the birds, the, the, the hatching of little ones and the whole expression of, you know, parenting and being little ones in, in the world, um, that it's so evident 
at this time of the year. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful opening. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> it's good. Good to, yeah. good to be good to be with you today. Yeah, you too. You too. I'm curious about your curious about your your findings mm. recently. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, I was I I was just listening and I was just listening to our our last recording about the uh, conflict and I and I just was um like you just said I appreciate the depth and the ways you know the the places where we can wander and the questions that that get asked and the just the beautiful the beautiful reflections yeah yeah sort of inspiring you to want to hit the record button today is that what you're saying yeah i mean yes and yes and i just want to be with you i think is is significant too yeah Um, Yeah, it's like revolutionary friendship. Mm-hmm. It's like I can feel at this point in my life the humility of how the humility of close connection and and being seen and I feel like as a with all my social lenses, white male American, able-bodied, English-speaking, middle class, etc., that. I just kind of always took for granted that someone would be there to worship me mm. and celebrate mm. me mm. and, and, and connect with me. And I think that the gift of the last 10 years or so has been like that I've had to really <clears throat> navigate that sort of false falseness of entitlement um, into like a little bit more, a little bit more of an authentic place with relationship. And as you know, it's been, yeah, it's been challenging at times, but mm-hmm. probably, probably challenging in a way that, you know, most people I would, I, I guess I tell myself most people already like live in this reality and I'm kind of like late to it because I've had this shroud of entitlement. <laughs> about, <laughs> it's like, Oh, maybe, maybe I'm not that great. People don't really like me. And what if I had to like actually earn it? <laughs> Uh, it's been it's mm. been hard but very very cool i feel just like more at ease mm. so celebrating that with you as somebody who i can really just be myself with recording or not right yeah yeah i've got i'm just i'm saying that you know for public consumption as a maybe a, a wish for for people if if you're out there and you're feeling like you know, if you're feeling like, man, it's really hard to find close connection or I've got a lot of connection, but it's, you know, it's hollow or, mm-hmm. or even probably what I see more of is like unconscious acceptance of a lower self-worth that's reflected in friendships. Mm. Just kind of like, well, I'm around these people, you know, and they don't, they don't treat me that great, but that's just what I know. And that's just not, I'm not even conscious of wanting more, you know? So maybe this is a reflection to say, Hey, you, you, you can have the relationships that are really nourishing for you, whatever that means. And I feel grateful to have this one with you, Morgan. Yeah. Thanks, Jesse. I, I resonate. I resonate deeply with that. And, um, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 conscious of of the effort that you know and the thoughtfulness that that we both put into coming together. You know, I think for me, so much of my life was spent where I was feeling, I was wondering, um, like where, like where, where are the other men in the world? And I mean, to some extent, where are the other people in the world who are able to, who want to, who want to have, you know, who want to do something different than go to bars and drink and, um, you know, just like have sort of the standard, maybe, you know, friendship that you're, that you're speaking to where it's, 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 it's like, togetherness in the sense of we're we're sitting together but but there's there's not actually been like at least from my perspective like the kind of connection that i was that needing or wanting yeah it's like the activity is sort of at the center and that that can nothing wrong with that that can be really that can be really serving of of connection i mean we we have a lot of social science around how play uh Mm -hmm. helps us helps us build connection but oftentimes i think the 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 container for relationship that you're speaking about is more one of distraction. At least that's, that's what I've participated in it where it's like, totally. you know, let's, let's talk about this. Let's, let's, let's talk about what's on the TV for an hour and a mm-hmm. half and, and in a way of like not really getting to a, maybe a, a more nourishing layer, which helps us feel. And by nourishing, I just mean like helps us feel really, really embodied in our, in our selves in, in the way that that we're seen and understood and reflected, which, you know, maybe some people don't are like, what are you, what the hell are you talking about? And right. all I can say is if, if you experience that, then, you know, the, the richness and the vitality that comes from that for me, at least, even though I love that, you know, some of that activity based stuff, you know, really, it really fills in, it rounds out the experience of intimacy and connection that um, that those things for me at least really can't in total. They can provide a lot of it for sure at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, my sense is is that there's there's a fear of of. I mean, I guess I'm curious what what it what it is that allows us to do this in the way that we do. Um, you know, what is it that that um, you know, I, I just imagine that, and I've heard stories of, of, you know, let's just say men who are drinking and it's like, that's how they connect. And so the fear is that if I stop drinking, I'm not going to be accepted. I'm not going to be part of the crowd. I'm not going to be, you know, if, if I, if I change my behavior in some way or do something that's, you know, perceived as strange or outside the box, or, you know, if I start doing yoga or I start embracing some other side of myself but that's not going to be acceptable to the, to the group. And so then I'm going to get outcast from that in some way. Yeah. And I wonder Um, if, if for most people, if it's not even that conscious, mm -hmm. what have you found with, you know, you're running a lot of groups now with, you know, men in the, in the kind of growth part of their prime. What, what have you found recently? Well, I, I mean, I just, I think of, I think of some of the young guys and I say, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm pretty clear that like, they say things like, you know, the thing I love about this group is that I can be myself. Like, I don't have to worry about what I look like. I don't have to worry about how, what I smell like. I don't have to worry about what I say. 
Like I can just be here and be vulnerable and talk about, like, I can, I don't even, I can just be here and be safe and, and be acknowledged. And then it goes deeper than that though, because it's a place of what actually happens is that they, not only is it safe, it's, it's actually that they are able to share things and, and talk about, you know, what's really going on for them, whether it be a relationship or their parents or school or whatever it might be that, you know, that they can express vulnerability. And even if it's strange or weird, or, you know, it doesn't, is messy, that they get acknowledged. And, and we as a group and me as a leader are able to see the, the courage or the care, the thoughtfulness that goes into the effort, even if it, even if it's a quote unquote failure. Uh-huh. Um, and it's really, it's so beautiful. Like they just like, lot like they just you can feel that and then then we get into all kinds of interesting places once they feel that because then we can really listen and care for one another Mm. it's almost like you're for for that type of person you're creating the the opportunity to have an experience that maybe some of them never knew was possible that's right yeah i mean what i think that's all it makes me try i'm trying to think back to the first time that I experienced kind of like getting into that place in my body and my spirit and my nervous system specifically with men. I mean, I feel like part of it, the seeds got opened curious about your experience with this being a former athlete that, you know, I even think back to little league and Mm. you know, the most devastating loss <laughs> for me it was in baseball because i happened to be in different iterations of teams that were like second place and like these really really uh, hard hard fought <laughs> emotionally invested circumstances and um at the time it felt like my whole world and just to be like bawling my eyes out in front of my best friends together you know even though they're you know, there wasn't a lot said at that time. We would have been, you know, at the times I'm thinking we would have been sure. like 12, 15 and 18, you know? And so there weren't a lot of words, but it was just like to be in the presence with those guys. I wonder if that just like, and come mm-hmm. through that and like those friendships be, be served. Um, even if it's just unconsciously served by sharing that space together, really open the door because it really never felt, felt like a huge leap for me and i wonder if that was sort of lucky in the way that i was in those circumstances and around those people that at least had enough there was enough container to help us kind of go through that and you know no coach told us to told us to button it up or anything you know um right which i think actually happens a fair amount i mean i think that that actually that can happen where you know guys are crying or there's there's some expression of emotion and there's, you know, there's, there's a less, um, um, inviting or, or, you know, open space for that. Or there's some, there's somehow that, 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 I think that, that, that expression that you're speaking to, I would, I would suspect that. And I think maybe my experience is like, I mean, like there's not room for that here. You know, the whole, don't be a sissy or, you know, be strong or men don't cry or, you know, don't let them, don't let them, don't let that side of you be seen because seen. Y- your opponent can take advantage of that, you know? Right. So, so you have to like, hi- I mean, either way it results in a hiding 
mm-hmm. for whatever reason, even if it's really well-intentioned, it's like that we learn at a young age and perhaps through sports and other, other stoic environments where it's like that part of you, you is a threat to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was fortunate I enough add- to, yeah, go ahead. No, I have that. Well, I would say I would make the case that, you know, in both in, in, in sports and in life, that, that my sense is that the real power and real strength comes in the actual expression of yeah. those of those pieces. Like it's actually it's a false premise that we've that we've sort of adopted in some way. And that and then that really and, and I think that the, the place that you and I have come to occupy and and know and talk about and believe in is that when we're actually in the full expression, in the wholeness of the emotion, of the feeling, of the experience, of the discomfort, of the challenge, that that's where really the, the, the huge, I mean, that's the real power, the real strength, the real um, masculine force is what I might, is what I might call it. Yeah. I can hear it in your voice, even as you say that. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun to think about. I'm, 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 I have a couple different pieces to go. One is, is I just, I want to, I want to share about another young guy that I know who's, who's, who's at college. Who's just like, has, has come alive in the last year from like really depressed to like, like just at, at, you know, first year away at school and just so like asking huge, deep, amazing questions and is, and is seeing this whole world of, of, um, I just, I don't, I don't even really understand it, but like the wokeness and the, you know, some, uh, uh, you know, speaker came on campus and was offering an alternative viewpoint and, and he, and, and, and there was like cat calls and like, they treated this person horribly, like disrespectful, unkind, mean questions, critical, you know, and, and it was just, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a great performance by the student body and, and as a whole, but, but, but could be seen as intending to be, um, you know, like that they were standing up for their rights and it was, it was, you know, it was this whole, um, um, you know, you know, trying to be progressive and all these kind of things. And I don't want to get into that particular part because we could, but, but, (laughs) um, this young guy is like, what in the world is going on? Like, this is not, this is not the way you treat people in the world. You know, like, I don't even agree with everything that this person is saying, the speaker, but, 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 but I, but it's stimulating questions in me and I want to understand more. And I want to actually like appreciate that there are alternative perspectives and that, and that I'm curious about it. And he can't, he, he can't, he can't, he can't talk about it because the fear of being outcast and the fear of being um, attacked and the fear of being othered yeah. is so huge that he then has all these thoughts and he's just, he, he knows it intellectually that he wants to speak into it and, and needs to in order, you know, like, like that he sees it super clearly, but he's just like uh, the, 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 the social impact of my speaking up is so scary that I, that I can't, that I can't even do anything. Yeah. Um, you know, and so yeah, that and then, that, like, and then I, yeah, what, what's yeah. the, like, what's the, what's the social impact of, of that, of people like hiding and restraining their, yep, their selves. It's a really tough, yep. it's like yep. a clash of, of forces that we're seeing in the culture right now. And I'm, not, and I'm, and I'm proposing that really as a, 
as a compassionate clash. It's not a right and wrong or, you know, right. Who's better. It's like, we have to navigate this, this, this kind of perfect storm of forces that I believe are all arriving at the same time to really not arriving, but like iterating in the same way at the same moment, maybe a vibrational frequency where they're kind of finally, you're getting, it's almost like you're, you're on an old radio dial and you're getting two stations at the same time. Mm, Um, Yeah. And it's like, it's so, it's so potent that it has to be really um, progressive. Yeah. And I think like this goes to, yeah, no, it's beautiful. It's, it's, and it's, it's significant because I think this goes to that, what we were talking about earlier with just like, what is it about what we've created you and I as, as friends? Um, that's, that's so special. And it's like, I think, you know, that, that whatever keeps, whatever, whatever forces there are that, 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 that keep us alone, that keep us afraid, that keep us from not expressing ourselves and being, being our, being ourselves it's like, this is now heightened and it's, it's like, it's, it's being shown in this really um, way that you just beautifully expressed to say like, we, we, there's a different way to do this. And we actually need to, I would say, find that way. And, and that if we don't, we're just going to keep fighting each other and and it yeah. doesn't actually go down a road or, and we're going to be alone. Um. Yeah. And, and, and it doesn't, that's not, that's, you know, so what we, so like, so what it is, it's about being able um, to be with one another and, and listen and care and not necessarily agree on everything. You know, this is when we were talking about conflict last time, it's like, we can yeah. be, you know, we can have our disagreements or we can have, you know, but it, but it's not about, it's not, it, it's actually that those are sources of connection, not of not of um, like those are places where we get to understand and know each other deeper. I think there's a, there's a, a moment for me with our conversation where it hit a critical point for me. I actually put it in my novel <laughs> was mm. uh, <clears throat> because it felt like a really key statement that I've been circling around and asking myself, like, what is it? What is it that's tipping here? And I felt like, you know, and and you could probably find some some generational folks who would comment on what they've seen over the last 70 80 years um i'm saying like people who are in their 90s right now that yeah we we we, we never used to be a threat to each other in our differences mm. and then our differences became threats to each other however you know we're not here to discuss pick that apart, but you know, there's all different forces in the world that are sort of working to create spotlights on what is safe and what is dangerous. And and it seemed to be the, the tipping point where um, our differences became a real danger to each other. Mm. And I think, I think to answer your question for myself, at least what feels so sacred about, and I'm breathing because I just came up a hill here by the river nice. <laughs> uh, and I'm at, and I'm kind of out of shape. <laughs> Is that, uh, <laughs> so that, so our differences became a danger. And then in the last couple years, I think that went up an exponential curve and really flirts with the cultural belief that our, our personhood 
is a danger to each other. Mm. And so we've, we've gapped from our differences to our personhood. So if you are a person who holds a difference, it is now you that is the danger rather than your idea or your perspective mm. or your behavior. Mm. And I think, we, I think the, 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 the thing to me that your story about your, your group member exemplifies beautifully is like that, hold on a second. You know, here's a person on stage who's sharing a perspective, perhaps some ideas. Yep. yep. You can you can have differences in ideas, but it's like your group member perhaps sensed that we were bypassing that right into the person. So now that person is a yeah. danger. And so I think when we start when we when we start to like absorb that level of conditioning as a culture where we can no longer see the person from the idea. Mm, yeah. Then we, we lose a lot of bandwidth in terms of how we can tune into each other. And I'm not saying like, of course there are moments and there are people where, yeah, like the whole person here needs to be dealt with yeah. um, and needs to be accountable. You know, like I'm thinking of yep. people who have committed, you know, um, intentional acts of violence and things like, of course, sure. sure that's, that, sure. that's sort of a subset of what we're talking about. Just so people, yeah. you know, stay off that. What about path for the moment? Right. We're talking about the, like the non directly violent ideas. And, and my sense of it is that if we, if we start to just box our, each other into dangerous and safe, um, we're going to miss, a lot in the relationship. And I think what, I think what's more than anything really special to me about any relationship where I can go there and certainly ours in this way is that we're centering the relationship and we're saying, you know yeah. what, where is the bandwidth that we can create and co-create mm-hmm. where the relationship has the most potential to progress, nourish and grow even in the midst of potential contrast with ideas, perspective, and behaviors. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I, yeah, I love that. I love that Jesse. And, and, and I want to also offer the place of compassion. I think I know in some of my groups and some much of my work, and I know that that you do the same is that, um, you know, and for my, myself, you know, like I make messes, like there are things that I do that are, or that, you know, um, <clears throat> let's just say that are, that are, um, I don't know that I would go so far as to say like violent or, you know, like whatever, whatever it might be, but certainly things that I'm not, you know, that I could easily feel ashamed of. Sure. They cause and, like, and, you know, my, micro, micro negative impact, whatever I'm yeah, sure or, a term right. for it. Sure. Or I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't, you know, I, I, you know, like I got, you know, micro just, I think, injury. <laughs> yeah, or, or, or maybe macro injury. I mean, I don't know, you yeah, know, like, sure. like, I've, you know, like I've caused some harm in my day and, 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 as have I. Yep. you know, and, and I know that, I know that there's, you know, some of the guys in the groups, like they, they have big things that they've like made mistakes and, and, you know, I don't, I don't, it's that I don't want to excuse them. I want to have, I, I, by any means, and I want them to feel like, Hey, we are human beings here doing what we do and let's hold each other in the diff- 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 
difficult moments. You know, yeah, like let's, and, let's work yeah. to understand and deepen and have compassion and have, you know, and, and, and just like all the places that I think that's like, that's what you're speaking to of like, let's be human together. And what if we as a culture could evolve past the punitive forms of accountability? Because that's like, yep. if, if we're afraid of punishment, like, like your group member, I'm going to shut yep. up because I'm afraid the only response is going to be punitive, right? I'm exiled. I'm chastised. Yeah. So what if we could evolve towards, because accountability is huge and I, and I'm completely there for it. And yep. you know, that's a big part yep. of this whole transformation. Yep. So how do we, how can we take accountability to a restorative level to a, to mm-hmm. a, like what's beyond just punishing the person? Can we get to like, that's right. A reparative energy with that, yes. a growth energy with that. Like I get people wanting to hold Trump accountable and for whatever was real and, 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 you know, I get, we, we all want to be accountable. So if the only way we have to be accountable is to hurt ourselves, I don't think we're going to get very far. Right. And right. And, and to be, you know, and to be, um, boy, it's, Right. I mean, it's like, it's so easy for me to go into shame, to yeah. go into, I've done something wrong into, I'm a bad person. It, 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 it very quickly, just like you were saying in that with, with the, you know, with the, with the personhood piece, yep. you know, and we do it to ourselves. Mis- <laughs> if I make a mistake, yeah. If I make a mistake, instead of it being like, and you know, Brene Brown so beautifully talks about this instead of it's like, I made a mistake. It, it, it jumps to, I am a mistake. Yeah that it's not about the action, it's about me. And I see right. this actually, this, this time of year, this happens in an interesting way with college admission for those, of, for those folks who are applying to college and who are, you know, that, that you put this application out into the world that says, you know, am I, am I going to get into this school or not? And when you hear people talk about it, if you listen, they say like, I got rejected. Yes. Like I, you know, the whole I, I, I got, I am not. And, and so that letter comes back. I did a funny video about this. I don't know if it's funny, but it's prophetic and it's, there's amusing parts of it. Um, <laughs> you know, but, but, but like, you know, these college letters come in and it's like, am I a worthy person? Right. You know, it's, it's not about that. I get into, you know, Southern Alabama. It's like, am I a worthy, you know, am I a worthy human being? And, and I'll yeah. tell you what, you, again, go ahead and listen to, to seniors in high school. And it, it is not, I didn't get into the school. Wow. I didn't get but, into, I, I'm rejected I, from the world. <laughs> I, I got rejected yes. and, it, and you can feel it. And, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the hard part about that is like this young guy is and all, and like all the young guys. And I mean, I, I just have such a like excitement about the young people in the world who I get to interact with and the older guys too. Cause like the older guys are like, they're in the same place also, you know, it's like same kind of thing. This young man, and I'll just use him as one example, like putting his energy into the world, like that we want him. I want him to be expressing himself. I want him to be making mistakes. I want him to be sharing. I want him to be playing his music singing his songs, speaking his speak, asking his questions, writing what he writes. Like he, you know, just like he is such a beautiful spirit in the world. And he's not some, I mean, he's, he's like an amazing kid, but like all the guys in my groups are like this, you know, like I, like, so instead of them 
feel having so much time in this, like, oh my God, I've made a mistake or I'm going to get outed or I'm going to like, I can't express myself or people don't like what I look like or, you know, all this different stuff like that. That's like, we are missing out on the full expressions of, of all, of all of our beauty and, and depth and like brilliance. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm just so grateful that you are a space holder and a catalyst for, mm. you know, this kind of metamorphosis to occur. Yeah. We, I mean, we could do a whole thing on the young folks. Maybe, maybe that would be kind of fun to break down. Yeah. Cause well, I, I, think I, what, I just uh, yeah. like I, something struck me the other day. This could just be a little teaser for next time. Something struck me the other day that somebody, somebody commented on how, um, and I, and I actually, <laughs> I'm speaking really before I looked up any of this, but someone was making a comment that about the ages of the folks who signed you know, the original declaration of independence, you know, being like in their, I think they were saying like most of those guys were in their young twenties and, and just to remember like so much, so much in, in really critical moments in history has been driven by like late adolescence. Yeah. And, and boy, it seems paradoxical right now. It's like, we need, we need the young folks and it's been like, there's something happening there where they're like ultra, ultra conditioned or something. Um, <clears throat> anyway, I, another, another, another time food for thought. Yeah. But, uh, it's something it's important. And I, I mean, I, I, I really hear that. And the, th- yeah. the thing that is, is occurring to me these days and, you know, it's just that, 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 that there's so much young people are hurting. Yes, um, yes. In a big, big way. And my sense is that it's not unlike what we've been talking about, you know, but there's this, there's this just like, um, they are watching all of us adults in the world. I don't know if all of us, but, but I'll just, you know, all of us adults in the world, um, try to, try to, you know, make normal what's not normal and just like, just kind of uh. say like, Hey, it's all going to be okay. You know, it's, you know, yeah, yeah, it's okay. And, and what's not happening is, is like leaders and and public figures standing up and saying like, look, we, this is fucking challenging. Like we are in trouble, you know? And, and the, and the, and the easiest way for me to describe this is when we just say like, Hey, you know, just go to school, everything's going to, you know, just, just get a good, you know, just go to school, get your grades, you know, everything will be okay. And like, school is a mess like like there is not in in most cases you know despite there being so many educators who are inspired and wanting to bring so much beauty that um you know for us to give a message of like hey just go to school and 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 you know do well there like (laughs) um there's not a lot of inspiration and wholeness and like safety and learning and like vibrant aliveness happening in schools these days. Um, and that's saying like, again, all blessings to all the educators making so much effort and care in there, but the young people must be being like, what the fuck? Are, like, what are you like? What are you talking about? Like, if that's all I have to live for, then this isn't really worth it. Well, you might be speaking to even a, 
a blanket lack of congruence um, where, you know, if somebody's, if somebody's hiding something and presenting something else on the outside, and in this case, you're suggesting that somebody is more of a, like a generational, like yeah. soothing. Yeah. And if that, then it's like the, the young people are picking up on the incongruence and they're like, wait a minute, I don't really know what is going on, but like, it feels more scary to be in a world where people who are supposed to be in charge are not being straight with me because I can see that there is, there's, I can sense that there's something really not right. And you're yes. telling me that it's okay. Just keep my head down and do my thing. And yeah, that's, that can be that's, so jarring. And I sense that yep. kids are having a hard time because they're like, can you imagine growing up in a world where you're surrounded by doom and yep. it's not real, but it's not really met head on with a lot of integrity and clarity and leadership right. in the right. way that we need, we need, like we that's need right. someone we have lots of voices, but a lot of them are on the fringe and, um, you know, in different pockets, we need someone with some measure of visibility and, and, and credibility to be able to say, look, we are in a rough spot here and we don't know how this is going to go. And, you know, yep. like that's the truth. And yep. if we don't all look in the mirror and, and take our own responsibility and accountability for how we're participating in, all these layers, not in a punitive way, but to say, look, like I'm driving a car, I live in a house. Yep. These are all like destructive measures of health, <clears> ecosystem, <throat> air, water, soil, all the stuff and yep. inequities. And we, we like have to, I, that's why I really come back to like, we have to have somebody create um, a different social vibration than shame yep. and fear and blame because, you know, even if their intent is to hold people accountable, which is, which is fantastic, you know, it's, it creates all those energies create a retraction. And so, you know, such a, such a sad thing to see how, how our government has handled, you know, this, this whole COVID thing, because it's all been shame, blame, fear. And even if you want, you know, if you, if you're going to justify that through certain protective outcomes or whatever, you are you are really causing a widespread contraction and it's not an expansion. And then that's where you get the the division. And I think the kids are just the kids are sensing that without having yep. a real clear someone to be put that put it in concrete terms for them and say, look, this is what's happening. This yep. is what we're doing to each other. This is how we're behaving. This is how we're leading. And you know, and on and on. And here's here's what could happen. You know, it may not yep. be okay. Right. Totally. You may and, not, and, and, you may right. not live, you may not live. We, right. Everyone on the planet right now may not live a quote unquote organic. I mean, there's all sorts of ways you can sure. I mean, like, you know, cancer and all this stuff anyway, but this, this generation may not live a full life in the way that at least we've come to see it in the last, I mean, we are, I would argue we're already going extinct and degrading on all sorts sure. of health levels. But aside from that, they, they may have another layer um, with, with ecocide and what people dismiss as climate change. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, and I, thanks. I mean, that's beautiful. And, and I would go to say, you know, it's not a single, it's not like we need someone to step up and lead us. It's like, it's like, you know, we as a collective and, and, you know, really, really it's time to step up. And, and, and the other thing is, is like, it's not about saying like, here's the solution. Here's what no. we got. We just got to yeah. go. And like, here's the thing. It's like, no, 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 no. We're actually in the muck. 
Like we yeah. are in the fucking challenge of it and we don't have like, I, I just don't believe anybody who's like, here's the solution. Yeah. It's like, no, we actually have to be in the mess together. And, in, and, and for me, that's part of the message. And that's what I think is so beautiful about the work that we're doing. At least, you know, I love the work that I'm doing is because, you know, and, and I want to be doing it more and more and standing up stronger. Like I'm sort of giving myself a pep talk here, you know, is like, is like being able to say to the young folks like this, you know, like it, it's, a, this is a mess and, yep. and, um, and it's going to be okay in the sense of we're going to live and we're just going to make sense of it while we walk through it. And yeah. it may end up well, like it may end up quote unquote good, whatever that means, right. um, or it may not. And it's still going to be okay. Like, because what the, it's like, like, because we're going to do it in, in connection. Yeah. We and can choose do it, yep. that spiritual, that spiritual orientation in a yep. way we can always, we can, we can choose for things not to be okay in any situation. Yep. And we can also choose to trust that even if I, you know, if I died in a nuclear blaze, that I could still be spiritually okay, air quotes. Yeah. And yep. I think like, I think, you know, I, I'm curious to ask how you're, you know, my son is only seven. We, we're starting to, we try to get little bits in there that are, we feel like his psyche can handle of just like, you know, reality when he starts, he watches the nature shows and stuff and he's like, mm -hmm. he can sense some of it. Um, you know, so I'm wondering, you have, you have a couple older kids. I'm wondering how you are showing up as a parent in that messaging. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, um, that's a great question. And, um, I feel like I want to say the, 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 the um, it's, I have four kids, you know, two of my own and, and Jennifer has two kids and I spend, you know, every day with, with Jennifer's two kids and my kiddos. Um, one of them is often at school, as you know, and, and Sylvia's headed out to, um, you know, headed off to college or at least out beyond high school next year. And I feel like I, the, 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 you know, I would like to, I would like to, um, say, I just feel super clear and super strong in, 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 in how I'm delivering the message to all of them. And it's, it's like, I would say that the thing that for me is, is like, I, we are in, we are aiming to hold space for all of them with as much care and love and trust that they are on their journey and their trajectory as they are, you know, that, that they yeah. are at a stage in their life when they are making their own choices, when they are trying to find their own way, when they are asking questions of themselves, when they are in their own struggles, um, and they are, and, 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 you know, they're, um, you know, to different degrees, they're all struggling. Um, and, 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 you know, looking out and being, you know, um, so it's like for at this moment it's space holding you know and it's just being there to say like we are willing to be in this challenge with you um and also supporting you to take the steps out into the world um i think there's some interesting space that we could get into at some point you know which is the difference between parenting and 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 um you know coaching or group work or you know you know work as as a mentor and and 
like are there different roles that we play um or what are the different roles that we play um but it's it, yeah yeah i i feel like i want to have <laughs> i want to have a more compelling and and like powerful answer in that in that place of like how um um you know but like um Hmm. I notice myself wanting to be doing more mm. and, and I'm caught in the place of saying, um, um, my role as a coach and <clears throat> the work that I do is a little bit, feels a little different than the work as a parent. Um, where is that, where is that longing to do more coming from in you? Can you sense that? Well, I think it's, you know, like, um, 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 I want to, I want to make sure that I'm offering them space. I want to make sure that I'm, um, offering them space to really grow into and, and, and let's see, how do I want to say it? Um, hmm. Seems like a, it's a careful part of yourself at the very least. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a, it's the dance between like, you know, as we're talking, I'm able, I'm able to like, you know, and, and exploring these ideas, I'm able to really hold this space of wanting, of being, um, um, I want to say like, uh, like, uh, like offering the space of wanting them to really step into this beautiful place of, of strength and capability and, um, you know, let me go, let me just go this direction just for a moment, you know, to say that, that, that what I see for young people is this place of, um, they're really challenged at this, like there's massive amount of opportunity, um, for them to step in and create new ways of being in the world. You know, I think of like Detroit and, and how the auto industry just collapsed in Detroit and what it's created is at least from what I understand, the sort of um, the word that comes to me is wasteland <laughs> of, you know, just like there's like, it's, things are so broken that there's opportunity to do almost anything there. And so some people like entrepreneurs and creative people are stepping in to this really like beautiful place of creation, but it takes a certain level of oomph to do it. Yeah. You know, it, it takes some creativity, it takes some resource, it takes some courage, it takes some, um, you know, like uh, to get in there and go for it. And, um, and I, and what I'm seeing is that so many young people that I'm working with on my own are, are, you know, that they, that they're, that they're having such a hard time that they, like, we're just working on finding like the most basic levels of oomph or of functioning. Yeah. And so that that big expression is kind of far away. And I think with my own kids, like I, I, I dance between like, um, being, um, like wanting them, wanting that for them so much, but that that's my want. 
and it's and 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 their life isn't my life. Yeah. You know, they're at a place in their life where they have to find their own way. They have to find their own expression. They have to find their own place. And so I'm careful, I think, to 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 uh, to, to walk that line. Um, you know, how do I be there for them and offer these ideas and inspiration and push and belief and love and care um, and respect that they have their own journey. And I can't, I, I, I can't say that, you know, like I, I'm in, I am in the expression of how to, how to, how to walk that walk and how to dance that dance. And um, I feel like I want to be doing it better. <laughs> it sounds like you know, there's a part of you that wants to be really like really precise and really careful about it. And I hear that that comes from the real earnest drive to make sure that the space is available if they want to arrive in it, whatever that looks like for them. And your, your part of your, your work as a leader and a parent, and maybe this is something I'm taking from what you said is that my job is to, is to keep scouring the horizon to make sure I can, I can continue to evolve the space that they may step into because it's so kind of like, it's a little bit volatile maybe, and things are changing so fast that the space they could embody today could be different than tomorrow in a certain way. And Mm -hmm. so I, I, I get that you're sort of like, all right, I have to just be watching. It's almost like you're on the, you're in the ocean or you're on a river and you're the life raft guide and you're sort of like steering the raft because you're like i gotta be ready i know there's rapids coming up i know there's rocks coming up i know there's actually this really amazing cove coming up that we might want to go explore and you've got that kind of vigilance that heightened vigilance as a leader of of navigating down a pretty expansive diverse river where the kids are the passengers and at some point at some point they're going to point and they're going to say, let's do that. And you're trying to keep them in the river long enough um, with enough wherewithal so that they can actually make that, make that decision and, and go in a direction that feels really serving to, to their, to their worldview and to their sense of self. Yeah. And, and I think at some point, you know, the, um, I have a, I have a 17, 18, 19 and 20 year old. And at some point it's to say, you know, Hey, Ezra, time to time, time to jump into this, this seat. And, and you get to this, you get to guide this ship, Mm. you know, and I'm going to, and I'm going to sit on the side and, you know, but you, but, but we're going to try to make it down these treacherous rapids, you know, and, and, and the way that you're going to learn how to do this is to do it. Yeah. You know? And, and, and I think, and I think it's, and I think it's that question of at what, at what point, you know, does that transit, does that, does that shift happen? At what point is it responsible to allow that, you know, that, that handing of the oars over? Um, At what point is irresponsible to do so? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and, and it's, and it's different for each kid. It's yeah. not a, it's not, it's not a, it's not a like, oh, they're, they're now 18. And so now it's time to hand over the, 
you know, it's much more nuanced than that. And it's, yeah. and it, and I think is, you know, what I'm noticing myself feeling is just like, you know, all the love and the care in there, but also the, the difficult, you know, the, like the, 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 you know, I think there's places where I've been, a, you know, like done it well, if you want to say, and there's other places where I feel really, you know, I'm really in the muck of it. Yeah. And for parents, you know, like be really compassionate with yourselves because if, if you, if you just like double down on your own punishment, then you're just yeah. perpetuating this whole, that's right. This whole thing. And you're just leading them into this punitive form of growth, which right. and we all know as coaches, parents, you know, anybody with a sense of things knows that punishment does not hardly ever serve like growth. It can serve certain measures of, of safety, I think in certain ways, yeah. but we're talking about growth and, and, and development at a time where it's so badly needed and punishment is not ever that we know that from parenting. So why are we doing that as a society with such like easy strokes, you know? Yeah. Well, I think, and, you know, to, to sort of find a, find a way back to where we began, you know, for me, it's in, in, in and in our previous conversation, you know, that those are places where I would say I'm at war with myself. Yep. Yep. You know, and that, I was just going to mention is, that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, like this is a place where I, where, where like you said, like, there, you know, like how well do I hold myself with compassion? And what I know about myself is that I am hardest on myself. Right. And, and I think, and, and I want to offer context to that in the sense of, I think there's a tremendous, you know, I've been practicing saying, I, I love, I love myself out loud um, in my, in my morning, in my daily practice each day. And that's, that's become part of it and holding that place. But I think over the years, Jesse, I mean, the only way that, that I've been able to be the friend that I am to you and to, and to, and to allow you to be the friend you are to me, you know, just like is, is to be able and willing to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and is, and is to be able to expose my messy parts and is to be able to have enough of a, a sense of myself and, and, and care about myself um, and, and you in a way that, that, um, that allows, you know, that, 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 that like I'm able to um, allow you to see me in these messy places and to, and to love me in these places. And that that is, that's been beautiful. You know, I mean, to be able to, to, to talk about this and to share this and to feel, you know, to just feel all these feelings and to do it in a way that I know that you're there and that you care and that there's not judgment and that there's not, you know, that you're going to show up (laughs) you know, tomorrow and, and be right there with me again, um, as I will with you, you know, yeah. that, that is like, that is the essence to me of friendship. And I think what everything that we're talking about here. Um, I love it. And so and I, 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 I yeah. yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I just want to say, I love you and, and thank you. And, um, yeah, it just, is, it's like, it's for me, there's a um, a safety in the world, um, both inside of myself, n- knowing that no, you know, just you know, knowing that we're friends and knowing that you're there.
Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank you. It's one thing I'll, I'll, I'll share in my vulnerability is it's actually kind of hard to receive that. Mm. And I think that points out, you know, some of my work, which is around the warring with myself and, and how, how I've been, how I've conditioned myself to, to, to create protection through my own self criticism and my own self um, attacking at time. So, so thank you. I'm I'm going to work on taking that in, and mm. you know, I I love you too. I have such a yeah. I love you too. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Just how beautiful and sweet is that? <sighs> Yeah, you can check out Jesse's Substack at jessekjohnson.substack.com if you want to see his beautiful writing about horses and ideas and the work that he does and puts in the world. It's really just really beautiful, thoughtful man. You can also check out morganrich.substack.com for some things I've written in other podcast episodes. And just most of all, thank you for listening, for coming along on this journey. I just love the way we worked our way into this conversation just allowing it to unfold, to go where it went. And really that's what, that is what we do. That is how we be. That is, that is what happens here. And then it all wrapped up in Jesse holding this beautiful space and allowing that tenderness that I feel. All my questions about myself as a dad, just, you know, my wrestling, my caring, my loving, and just that beautiful space holding. And also just really feels so important to hold and explore that place of how we are othering ourselves and others and and missing that place of people of people of the goodness of people and that no matter what our beliefs are that there is goodness in us and that feels important to remember and really, in, in that effort that we're wanting to do is imagining and imagining and imagining. We have to have this imagining of what it looks like and feels like to live the potency and the power of the beyond. Thank you for listening. Hope you have a great day. Be well.